What's going on, everybody? What's happening? I'm back for another one. So this one is personal. I got to talk about my teams. Uh, you know, most of the time I don't talk about the girls' teams that I coach right now. So over the summer I didn't talk about the, the classics team that I had. It was more developmental, but, um, you know, a lot of the girls that came out got a little bit better. Um, a few of the girls who I didn't know were going to make varsity on their team actually made their varsity team. So that's, that's a plus. Um, and I wanted to, you know, talk a little bit about, you know, just the, the expectations and the excitement with the teams that I'm involved with right now. So, uh, if you guys don't know, I have been coaching high school girls basketball. This is my second year. Um, I'm at Walter Johnson high school in Bethesda, Maryland. So, if you guys want to come out and check a, check a game out, trust me, it's very exciting. It's a lot of fun. Uh, the last game gave me a couple heart attacks, but we ended up looking pretty good. So, um, initially, I wanted to start coaching uh, about 10 years ago when I was still living in North Carolina. And I just started to do just a little bit of training here and there. So what eventually happened was I started being more involved with boys and I started realizing how much of a headache coaching boys was. <laughs> um, so what happened was a friend of mine that, uh, I used to play ball with, um, you know, she played overseas. She played, uh, high school around the same time I did a uh, big D one player. Uh, she came to me one day and was just like, listen, like, there's not a lot of coaches for girls. Why don't you, you ever thought about coaching girls basketball? And I was just like, you know, I grew up basically around women's basketball, dealing with my mom. Um, I always enjoyed teaching. And when you deal with boys, boys always felt like they knew everything and they didn't want to learn anything. So I just went ahead and said, listen, why not give it a shot? So I went to see what schools were available, uh, what schools was looking for coaches. This is this might have been like before COVID. And uh, there was a school that was in D.C. that actually caught my attention that was looking for coaches. And uh, I put an application. I let them know my background, how involved I was with, with basketball ever since basically before I was born um, and so on and so forth. And. You know, it was a good conversation, but I didn't get the job. Um, they ended up giving it to a lady who ended up being a very good coach. You know, I did follow the girls team that particular year. She was a very good coach. But, you know, after that, I just said, you know what? Maybe I had the wrong mindset. I'm going to change my mindset. And then next time I go in, I'll, I'll be more focused. So last year after COVID, I was kind of skeptical because I didn't know what type of uh, things I had, I needed, what type of things was going on in order to begin coaching, um, especially at the high school level. Uh, and the one thing I ultimately want to do is, um, learn more about the ins and outs of the high school to college, college to pro junior, uh, middle school to high school type of flow system. Um, because ultimately, me jumping into high school right away, I had no clue what was going on. So, 
a few of my friends wanted me to just automatically jump into varsity just because I knew I knew the game of basketball. I know what I my vision is with what I want and so on and so forth. And ultimately, I turned down a few varsity positions and came to a fall league game with uh, the school that I'm currently at now and also the school that I was looking at before. And the other school had the resources for, like for me, for all girls school, I looked at it and the first thing I said was, they have a nutritionist for a middle school team. I'm not ready for that. <laughs> like, uh, you, they had specific times for nutrition at a middle school. I was going to coach middle school and the JV team at one school, and I was thinking to myself, this would be very interesting, but the time slots and everything would have worked out that I could have done both. But they had nutritionists. I was... I didn't think I didn't know much about nutritionists and weight programs until my freshman year in college. They have it in middle school at an all girls school. I was blindsided. So when they offered me the job, they offered me the job. And also Walter Johnson offered me the job the exact same day. And I literally sat down and and gave a list to myself of what. I need to truly think about to make this final decision. And ultimately I decided to go the public school route and go with Walter Johnson. Um, which for me at the time, I believe was the best fit. Um, all the parents were so caring, uh, straightforward. Uh, they let me know everything that was on their mind. The very first time I met every last one of them, um, and to this day, they have been like an extreme support system that honestly, I didn't feel at the other school that I was looking at. Um, I met a few of the parents and they were just, I hate to use the word uppity, but they just felt like it was more of a priority based, whereas at the school that I'm at now, it feels more like family based. And, I, and, and that's probably the best fit for me because I'm, I'm a huge family person. I love a lot of people. I welcome a lot of people. I'm, I'm one of those people that you have to do me wrong twice for me to just think I should not have anything to do with you ever again. And I, I'm starting to see myself grow better being around the families, the, the girls, and even now that I'm working at the school, the whole wildcat environment, like the bad cow environment, all of that stuff. Um, so I took last year. Last year was an extreme experience because COVID wasn't still 100% out of everyone's system. Like now, currently, it's more like a 10%, 20% type of situation. Whereas last year it was easily still 75, uh, 80% at the time when basketball season started up. So not only was I trying to manage a team of fresh faces to the game of basketball, but also I had to manage a bunch of girls <laughs> that 
wanted to still be kids, shall I say. Like, they still wanted to live their life. They still wanted to do things as kids. And ultimately, it caught us literally after the first game of the season where half the teams on varsity and JV ended up catching and uh, tested positive for COVID. But um, with last year, I went into the season um, just knowing that a lot of these girls have never played the game of basketball before. And it's going to be seriously up and down. And for the first year with a bunch of girls who are newbies to go 500 as a as a record, I thought was successful. Um, a lot of the girls ended up going to varsity. They learned a lot. They're they're much better players, much better people. And for a couple who were <laughs> uh, very fun, shall I say, a, a lot better students this year. So going into this year, my mindset was my mindset was listen. The program is only losing three girls, which were three very amazing girls for the program last year. Um, We should be a very strong team if we stay together, play together, get to know each other a little bit more. And as of right now, it's showing. I think so. Like, we're still making little small mistakes here and there because we're still a young squad. But... I'm enjoying every minute of the situation that's going on. So for anybody that has any thoughts of what I'm going on so far, right now we're four games into the season. Uh, the JV team is 4-0. and The varsity team is 3-1. and And that one was a very tough one loss because it was very winnable. But we just, we just came out very, very slow. And we let one player who had no business beating us beat us. Um, Already right now, I can see this JV team right now who consists of so many athletic players, so many solid players who can be better. And it's frustrating because I know they can be better (laughs) um, to be something special. And the one thing that I don't like is JV doesn't have a playoff. (laughs) I, I think if JV had playoffs... This would be so much more fun, but I think since it's like 30, teen, 30 schools in Montgomery County, <laughs> that could be very interesting, them having a playoffs. Like, it's not like I grew up in D.C., and we had 14 teams when I played. I think it's 16 now. Um, so they just did the top four from each division, from east to west. I don't know how you would do it with 30 teams and, and uh, four different divisions. Like, that would be interesting. I, 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 I would like to sit in that boardroom. But they do it for varsity, so I guess they could do it for JV. Um, I'm looking at JV right now that if we grow and we could be good and listen and be a cohesive team, a good unit, we could be an undefeated team right now. But... There's still little things here and there that I'm praying doesn't show up on a few of these uh, games that we play. Three tough teams for the remainder of our season. I want them to go out and see that no matter who, what team gets put in front of them, we're not afraid of them. Now, the very next game is a tough matchup. It's probably against the other best team 
in Montgomery County. But if you ask me, we could easily get this win. Now, it's going to be hard. Like, I keep telling you guys, like, there's small things with this team that is, I can't, I won't say unfixable. I'll just say there's a lot of things that I believe in personally that can also hurt this team. Like me, I'm big on religion, but I'm big on the religion that you believe on believe in, if that makes any sense. So me personally, I'm a Christian. Uh, I, I'm coaching a lot of Muslim players. I'm coaching a lot of, uh, I coach a couple of Jewish players. Um, I coach a couple of Seventh day players. So when it comes to, to different type of religions, I love the fact that we can all come together and love the same person in our own way, but not make it a negative thing towards anyone else. Because how I grew up, I had a couple people that I played with, they would talk about Muslim people so bad. And I'm just in the other side of the room and just saying, like, how can you think that? Like, that was the, that was the person I would, how do you, why do you think like that? Why do you think about Jewish people like that? Why do you think about people who believe this a Jehovah Witness like that. Like, I was that person. Like, I never saw any hate in anyone. And to see these young ladies come together and say, oh, I didn't realize you were this. Like, well, what kind of religion is that? I need to learn about that. Like, they're welcoming. And, pe- and they're teaching each other these things. So, like I said, th- time change. I-, I got a different breed in here. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love teaching these young ladies. I love watching them get better. And the proof is in the pudding. Like, right now we're undefeated. I believe the next game that we go is probably going to be our toughest task, but it's a very winnable game. I'm excited. Now, when it comes to varsity now, I think varsity has a jinx. (laughs) Um, It's... The one thing that I love about varsity is they have the biggest hearts and they don't back down from nobody. But the one thing about varsity that is so frustrating (laughs) is the injuries. Oh, my word. I swear to God, if somebody else gets hurt, I'm I'm, I'm just going to cry. I'm going to cry. And it's and the people that are getting hurt, the girls that are getting hurt are the girls that are. They couldn't be better people. They could not be better people. They could not be better people. So when things like this happen, your first response is why and why her? But, again, these girls are so uplifting. I I would be so sad and so upset if I was one of these players that got... I destroyed my shoulder in high school, and I didn't have anybody to come to my aid as a teammate. I think I only had one person, and we're cool to this day about it. But, literally, I, I have yet to see a down face on any of these young ladies that are hurt right now 
because of their injuries. And they're definitely going to get some support from me. I'll tell you that right now. But it's just so upsetting because you want these young ladies to be the best that they can be, even if it's not in basketball, because we have so many players that have talents in other sports. I coach four softball players, three lacrosse players, and two field hockey players that's, that play different sports outside of basketball. And varsity has massive soccer players. And they are good, very good soccer players. But I know last year we lost two girls because of soccer injuries. And this year, I think we just lost one girl that's a soccer player. I think just one. And... It's horrific when I heard the story about how she got injured this year. Like, very horrific. But when you play sports, the first thing they tell you is injuries will happen. And once again, I just I just feel so down for the young ladies that those things have happened to. So let's give me a little rundown or shall I say. Uh, a review of the first four games that we've played so far this year, which have been very interesting. And I'll go JV and varsity. I'll go JV first, varsity second. So our first game of the season was against Watkins Mill. And for anybody that's in Montgomery County that knows about Watkins Mill, the talent pool ain't really there right now. And... When we played them this year, it showed. So, uh, the JV team, the funny thing about the JV team was, even though we won and won pretty handedly, I was kind of upset. I think we won by 40 or something like that. I don't have the scores on me, so... Uh, bear with me. I think we went by a little little more than 40. But we missed so many layups and so many free throws that it could have easily been 70. Easily been 70. Um, but we also had a situation where I didn't have two of my best offensive what, why would I didn't have one of my best offensive players and one of my best defensive players did not play that first game. Um, and then when it came to varsity, varsity held no cut cards. <laughs> they made sure that they was on point off gate and they didn't care that they didn't have the talent. Then we go into our second game where we play Thomas Wooten. And that gave me my first scare as a JV coach this year. Because Thomas Wooten had no business making the game as close as it was to us. I think we only won by seven. But again, we missed a lot of layups. We played solid defense. But we allowed a lot of things on, on their offensive end, and it ended up being a seven-point game. 
Now, when it came to varsity, varsity had the one game that I did not expect to see them play going into the season. Those first two quarters was by far the worst two quarters I've seen since coming to Walter Johnson High School. But the best part about that is they knew they could not play any worse in that second half. They bust their butt and got back into that game and lost uh, at a last second heave that they missed and we lost by two. Going into the third game, play Northwood High School. And Northwood is on the brink of being Watkins Mill because they did not have any talent. Uh, the JV game was very interesting. Um, this might have been the first game that I played where a team had four players the entire game. And it was because three of their players had gotten sick. They wasn't sure if it was COVID or not. So to prevent anybody from passing it on, they didn't show. So this game was interesting because this was the first game that we allowed one point. I think the score was like 48 to 1. And I was upset that they scored the one. Yes, kick rocks. I said it. I was upset they scored one point. Because we played a team that literally was just chucking up shots. Didn't care if it was close, didn't care if it was far. They were chucking up shots. And literally, we got four fouls on shots that they were just chucking it in the air. That's what made me upset because we weren't playing disciplined defense and everybody wants to swat at a shot. That could have been a shutout. But they put them on the free throw line. They shot one for nine. The case closed. And when it came to varsity, once again, talent pool was not that good. They had one player. They basically just double teamed the one player and made her beat us. She didn't score. I think the score was like 175 to 3. That's not the real score, but you, you get what I'm saying. Uh, it sucks because we play AAU with their best player, and of course we want her to succeed, but not against us. And then we get to last night. Woo, last night was fun. I think I'm going to take a break and come back and talk about last night. I, I, I need a break. I need to get a drink real quick. Okay. So, let's talk about this game last night. All right. I had to take a break. I need a drink. So, we played Montgomery Blair. And Montgomery Blair, when I was in high school, had a very solid girls team. And this was the first team that we played against uh, one of the girls on the other team that I actually coached over the summer with my AAU girls. 
So, not on JV, on varsity. So, let's talk about the JV game first. Uh, so the, the next team that we play, and this is why they tell you never coach the next game, coach the game that's in front of you. I coached this game to prep for the next game, and we kind of got burned a little bit. So the one thing that I did was I wanted to play a defense that we I want that I want to use against the team that we're playing next. And it didn't work out the way that I planned. So the one thing that I wanted them to focus on was the girls that we played against after watching them on film love to dribble to the right. And the defense that I chose was to prevent them to dribbling to the right hand. They allowed them to continuously dribble to the right hand, and they just kept scoring and just kept scoring and just kept scoring. And then at the end of the first quarter, we were down by one. I think it was 11 to 10. So I'm thinking to myself, all right, do I adjust this or do I let them fight through it and see if they fix it? So my first thought process was I'm just going to tell them what I want them to do. We're going to fight through this, and we're going to see what it looks like at halftime. So we jump out on them. We score pretty big. We score pretty quick go up by five and then we started getting lazy and they got back into the game they ended up taking the lead from us again they got excited the energy was there and then i started to get a heart attack we ended up going into halftime up by one so i told the girls straight for it and i gave them all the middle i said listen we can score we can do whatever we want but these girls cannot score more than 10 points this second half, or we're going to have a problem in practice on Tuesday. They better not score 10 points in the second half, or we're going to have a problem in practice. So I switched up the defense back to what we normally ran, and they ended up scoring two points in the third quarter. Uh, we scored, I want to say, 15 in the third quarter. They scored four points in the fourth quarter, and we ended up scoring 10 points in the fourth quarter. But that's the type of thing that I wanted to see all the time. But it was because I put them back in a defense that they were comfortable in, and they went back to the style of play that they that they got accustomed to and started being relaxed and, and comfortable with. So we ended up winning that game by 20. 17, I think. It was a good, strong win. We learned a lot. Kept it moving. So, heading over to varsity. So, I coached a couple of my girls that's on JV over the summer for, for AAU. And I look up and I notice one of the girls for the other team that play AAU for me. And I'm thinking to myself, well, this girl joined in with the developmental AAU team. She made varsity? So she only played, I want to say, three other tournaments with us over the summer. So I kind of knew what type of game she had. She didn't want to shoot. She was kind of like timid from shooting. You know, I got her confidence up a little bit from shooting mid-range. 
she was very tricky because she was a lefty, and she was a she was a solid rebounder, solid to decent rebounder. But I noticed when we played her yesterday, she got a little bit better on the rebounding end. So I asked one of the girls, I was like, "Wait a minute, she made varsity." And then one of the girls laughed at me and was like, yep, and a captain. So I'm thinking to myself, a captain? What is going on? Like, she wasn't very vocal. Uh, I, it was just one of those situations I was just like, I I, I can see her making the team. I, what type of players they got for her to be a, a captain? And I, I, think, I can't remember if she's in 10th grade or 11th grade. But she got a couple years left. So she played okay. Uh, she scored on this weird jump shot, but she got some good rebounds. She played pretty well, and I, and I just thought to myself, okay, I I can't believe it. But this ain't about her. This is about my team. So the varsity team went out there, uh, started laying the egg, started started doing things that would frustrate us. Uh. Just going back. Um, and Blair ended up having a good run on us. So, once again, we went to halftime. First thing we said was, what's the problem? What's going on? Are we going to be able to fix this? Same thing like the JV game. Girls came out like gangbusters. They wouldn't allow in the BS. The girl who scored 15 in the first half scored zero in the second. And we got the dub. And it was a big dub because they snuck up on us. We had no business showing them any type of thing that get them energized. And here we are. rolling. Varsity ended up getting a very big, very good win and moving on along in the season. So for anybody that doesn't know, JV has 15 games. Varsity has 20. Uh, It's going to be a couple extra because we added a Christmas tournament, which will be very interesting. Hopefully we got enough bodies. Um, So, yeah. Um, also, when you, another crazy thing, when you have a lot of young ladies that play different sports, you have to realize that a lot of these other sports take bigger priority than the sport that we're coaching. So, uh, I have to be mindful of that. Um, I'll, I'll always told these young ladies that the commitment that you guys put forward with this team is the commitment that you need to have for the entire season. But how can I say that when they've already made a commitment to the other sport that is not involved with the school and they put money into to actually take care of what they have to do um, during that particular season? So that was partially the reason why I sit. I said that I was going to pick more players on the team than I normally would. Because I think last year I got, I 
think I picked 15 players last year. And I thought to myself, maybe I should do 15 again this year. But I decided to go 14. And now I'm looking back and I'm saying, maybe I should have went ahead and got 15. But the crazy thing is there's a couple girls that didn't try out. That I wish did try out. There's a couple girls that did try out the first day. didn't show up for the second day. And I, and I couldn't find them in school nowhere. So it's like I, I had the opportunity to do some things. But it was out of my hands. But they did. Uh, going into the Christmas break. I know we got two games before the Christmas break. One is very winnable. The other one is going to be a battle. And I cannot wait. Because there's four girls on the other team that I coached over at AAU. And they've been talking smack ever since the end of football season. So I want to beat them. Okay. I cannot wait. I'm very excited. I hope these girls are very excited. I hope they don't get discouraged because I've been doing joint practices with varsity and varsity has been beating them up. But I, I want them to beat them up so they can attack the bully. I'm excited. I'm looking for an undefeated season. And after a season where we went 5-5 five and because five the season got cut short, I'm I'm looking at 15 and 0 as as a serious possibility. But for me anything over 5 wins is a success because we're getting better as a program. And I really want a lot of these girls to have varsity opportunities um just in the future because a lot of these girls are very good. But my coaching style right now is not indicative of how varsity level basketball is because I'm more of a teacher. I'm more of a fixer. I'm more of a shower. And I want them to know that whatever and wherever they go, there will be coaches that have different styles that you may not like, that you might like, but might not be the best for you and to be honest you're getting the best of both worlds because when you guys have the opportunity to go to the next level you're going to see these different type of coaches and already know how to accept it and attack it so I just wanted to do this little podcast just to let you guys know my update um, also I had a crazy situation with my vehicle. I finally got my vehicle back. Maybe one day I'll talk about that. Or maybe I might just might write a memoir or something like that because it was very stupid. It was very crazy. And it ended up costing my insurance company because I only paid like a hundred dollar deductible toward the repair of my vehicle, but it cost my insurance company almost $10,000, which is ridiculous. <laughs> Which is like a fourth of the price of my vehicle. If you put that in perspective. But then again, we got idiots that live out here in these cities and these streets that do things that's dumb. But this is not what this podcast is about. I'll talk about that later. Keep this positive. Keep this great. I'm loving what I'm seeing from these girls. 
uh, I can't wait to see how the Christmas break is going to go as well as afterwards. Um, like I said, I'm very, very happy that I made the decision that I did. I love these families. I love these girls. I will put every effort that I can into making these girls better on and off the court, no matter what. I tell them all the time they have my number if they want to call and just ask questions about just life that doesn't involve anything that would put any situation in jeopardy. So basically, it's always life questions. It's never uh, personal questions that have to deal with them. Um, their families and things like that, but any type of life questions, like I have a, I have a player that has asked, literally asked me once a week, any question that has to deal with decision making. I gave an example. Uh, last year, for four weeks straight, she asked me for one. She said, "How do you go through life and not be stressed?" I said, "For me personally, I have three things that I do that." will always keep my mind in focus. I have my music, I have my journal, and I have you guys. She said, wow, like, really? You writing a journal? I said, listen, these things work for me. They might not necessarily work for you, but one thing I will tell you is find three things that will keep you mentally sane no matter what the situation is so that if you ever get out of control mentally, you can catch a breath and say, I will go to this when I get a chance and clear my mind and I'll keep my sanity. So she looked at it and said, that makes total sense. Now I understand how so many people are able to do certain things when they're in high stress level positions. So like, and then I remember the next week she asked me something about her parents and I said, that was the type of question that I won't answer because those type of questions will be questions that you and your parents have to talk about because I can't involve myself in a family matter and I'm not in the family. Then she asked me a question about me and the first thing I said was I can't answer that because it's one of those questions that could be very interesting and can cause so many issues within uh, the school, uh, the athletic department, and so on and so forth. So I've, I've always been upfront and 100% with any of these young ladies that ask me a question with any type of thing that would harm the program, the school, whatever, uh, and so on and so forth. So like going to this year, the same young lady, she asked me, what, how, how did I come to the decision on the school that I chose? And I had to tell her straightforward that that might have been the hardest decision that I've ever made because personally looking back I probably would have changed my decision on the school that I went to but also I love the fact that I chose the, the school that I chose because of the history of what I learned while I was there but if I had a better uh What's the word that I'm looking for? If if I would have sat down and not rushed my choice, I probably would have decided to go to a different school, which have prob which would have probably put me in a better situation than what I am currently in. But I always say the situation that I'm currently in was God's situation, and God put me in the place that I belong. So she said once again, well, "What was the other other school choices that I that I had?" And I told her the other school choices. She was like, oh, I, "Yeah." 
I probably would have chose that the school that you went to just off of merit. So, also she asked me, this was literally last week, and she, if she listens to this, she already knows who I'm talking about. And it's like two other people's on the team, two other people, two other girls on the team that if they hear these questions, they already know who I'm talking about because they're best friends. Um, so she asked me, when you got to school, how did you decide on your major? So I thought back and I said, you know what? This is probably the best question that you've ever asked me. So as I'm going through high school, I'm thinking about what I'm extremely good at, what I like to do, things that I like to be around, so on and so forth. So that when I got to college, it was just an easy transition to say, why not just try this out? I have four years. I still, I'll just take it as a a couple classes in the major. And if I decide to change my major, that could qualify as the elective part of graduation. And I'll keep it flowing that way. But I ended up sticking with the major that I had anyway. And I learned quite a bit. So uh, I asked her straight up, like, what are your interests? What are your things you like to do? What's your favorite subjects? Uh, what is your high grade subjects? Things like that to, to see if she could come up with a good idea of how she would choose her major when she gets to college. And she basically was just feeding me so much information about what's going on in her mind. But she's coming up on that time. She's in 11th grade. She's coming up on that time when she really, truly needs to think about this and starts to really, truly ask these type of questions. And why not ask these type of questions of people who's already been through it? So the funny thing with being a kid is Sometimes you do have to surround yourself with the type of adults that's willing to put the time in to help you out with some type of the, some kind of decision, not to try to choose the decision for you, but to assist you in choosing a decision that could ultimately be your last best decision that you could ever make. Because going to college is already very extremely stressful. Choosing a college is very and extremely stressful. And last but not least, hearing people tell you that the choices that you make in college could benefit you for the rest of your life could put people over the edge. I just love the fact that these young ladies are not only conscious about the things that they're going to do after they graduate high school but also still enjoy being kids, which is ultimately what it is. But I'm rambling, but it lets you guys know that I'm rambling because I enjoy what I do right now. Um, so honestly, I'm coming up on the 20th minute on the second part. I will put this out there. I just want everyone to Go to the GoFan app on your phone, download the app, and if you guys have a chance to come to one of our games this year to support us, to support the girls' basketball, all of that good stuff, just go ahead, man. It's $5. Some of you guys and girls have been paying crazy amount of money to see bad basketball. Why not come and support this team and watch some exciting back and forth good basketball? And if you guys decide to come to a specific type of game, I'll let you know if it's going to be a bad game. So you won't so you won't spend your five dollars on a waste. Appreciate you guys listening in. 
Follow my pages, Coach Irvin Payne, Coach C O A C H I R V I N P A Y N E on the gram. Uh, WJ Girls Basketball for the Twitter and IG. WJJV GBAB. What? WJJV BBALL is the Twitter and IG handle for the JV team. Thank you for guys for listening. Ooh, that was a lot. I'll holler at you guys next time. Peace out. Look out for that. Uh, Commanders will beat the Giants Sunday night if podcast coming up next. I'll let you guys, man. Peace.